own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not take the warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he who takes warning will save his life. Now, this is the next part of the entire verse, of the entire uh, scripture. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, and the sword comes and takes any person from among them, he is taken away in their iniquity. But his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Say with me, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die. And you do not speak to warn the wicked from his heart. That wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. His blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Why don't we pray before we go and expound the word, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for today's word, Lord Jesus, Lord. We know, Lord Jesus, Lord. It's a heavy word, Lord Jesus, Lord. But we know, Lord Jesus, Lord, the people of God are here, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, use us, Lord Jesus, to rightly divide the word of truth, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, that seeds will be planted in our hearts, Lord Jesus, to know what to do, Lord Jesus, Lord. That we will be sowers, Lord Jesus, of your word, Lord Jesus. That we will be, Lord Jesus, as watchmen, as you said, Lord Jesus, in Ezekiel period, Lord Jesus. What more even now in this generation, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we will surely watch and pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, at such a time as this, Lord Jesus. We commit today's session into your hand, Lord Jesus, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. So, I'm going to immediately ask and answer the three W's, the who, the why, and the when. Because every time we look into Scripture, right, we need to understand the context and it's very important to understand the context of the word because we don't want to jump into misinterpretation. So sometimes when I was a, when I was a babe in Christ, I used things like living logos. I used things like a UTB to help me uh, discern the word better. So this is a shout out. Uh, we know we have a new living logos uh, print. So please uh, go get it if you need. Uh, you can speak to the staff members. Always understand the context of what the scripture is talking about. So in this period, Ezekiel chapter 33, the why, the when, and the who. So this is during the period from 593 to 571 BC. That's where Ezekiel is ministering uh, to the people. Uh, he is a contemporary of Jeremiah, the great prophet Jeremiah as well. Uh, is the fall of Jerusalem into the land into the hand of the Babylonian Empire. So this is the start of the Babylonian Empire who's going to rule for 70 years. Ezekiel was a priest uh, that was during that time and Jews are basically removed away from their homeland, from Jerusalem, from Judah to Babylon. They are exiled into Babylon as captivity. And God, the why? God is calling him to stand in the office of a prophet. He is comparing Ezekiel ministry to a prophet as that of a watchman. And that is important. 
and we are going to talk about the watchman part as we under, uh, under, un, uh, uh, understand the, the what and the how. So he's actually, God is actually using him to give instruction and warning. Remember, before there's judgment, God will always give mercy. Time and time again, Jeremiah, Isaiah, and Ezekiel, these people are mighty prophets that always proclaim the people of Israel. They're, they're falling into idolatry. They're falling into blatant disobedience. But God has always extended a way for them. Eventually, we know, as you read the Old Testament, the fall of the uh, Babylonian Empire, the rise of the Persia, and then we have uh, the people starting to go back to Jerusalem, starting with uh, Nehemiah to rebuild the wall. And therefore, but of course, we know that time and time again, the people of Israel fall back and didn't really adhere to the, to the, the prophets that were speaking. So that's the when, 593 to 571 uh, BC. The Jerusalem fall at about 605 BC, before Christ. That's the when. The why, God is using Ezekiel as a prophet. And uh, uh, where? Where this is basically during the time frame whereby the darkest period of Judah, where they fall into the land of uh, Babylonian Empire. So now that we've answered this, right, Ezekiel 33, when you, when, when you were reading with me, you'll notice it is very sobering and it's very, it talks a lot about what God is speaking to us, both as saved and the people, and the guests and friends that we, we, we are trying to reach out to. Now, if you turn with me to the scripture that says, Um, verse number three, verse number three, uh, verse number two, sorry, verse number two. When I bring the sword upon a land and the people of the land take a man from their territory and make him their watchman. Make him their watchman. We who are the called out ones, we who are the body of Christ can be used by him, especially in time of crisis, especially when it's dark. God will walk with us through the shadow of the valley of death, but He will use people who are both willing and able, and we are going to talk about that. But before that, there's two things that always stand out with me when we talk about this, this thing that the watchman, without a wall and a high tower or a watchtower, there's no watchman. Watchmen don't stand on the street and just, uh, you know, just look like this. They stand on a high tower and uh, look out. And it really reminds me of, uh, in our ancient context, will be about uh, the, the different wars and the, uh, the things that they have built. But in our testimony, our, our, ancient, our current time is about the Great War of China. Yeah, we remember. The, can I have the picture of the Great War of China, please? Yes. So those are watchtowers or beacons of beacon towers. Those, where, those will be where the watchmen are going to be positioned. They both look out to help to see and get ready to warn, to blow the trumpet, and they serve as warning to the people that are inside. And notice that with a watchtower, there's always going to be wars. Can I have the, 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 the points about the wars? Uh, next one. By being inside a wall, the people will always have two forms of protection. 
One is the war. The war is a barrier between the people and their enemies. And the second protection is the watchman. Without the war, there's no need for a watchman. But we also need to know that with the war being there, the war is blind. The war is not able to see anything. The war is passive. It doesn't do anything good without the watchman. So both are needed. And protection of the people that are within the boundaries that God has set for the people of God, the people of Israel that are being protected inside. So we need to know that the war is important, but likewise is the watchman. The reason the Great War was being built was to fight against the nomadic horsemen, which is called the Mongols. And if you follow the history, right, we have the Han that started building, then we have the Ming Dynasty that started building, which is about uh, 13, 1368. 1368, yeah, they built over, some say, I watched a documentary, it says that about 25,000 watchtowers were being built those watchtowers were being built along the entire stretch of the Great Wall of China. And some say it can be seen you know, when you are in space as well. But you also know the Chinese Empire did fall into the hand of the Mongols, despite them having watchmen, high towers and walls as well. Why so? We are going to talk about this later. Because eventually, if we don't stand in the gap for the people, if we don't continue to seek God, everything else that is being built and everything else that is being set, you know, as boundaries will still crumble if we don't live our word, if we don't live according to the word of God. Can you turn with me to 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 5 to 6. You are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. And this is the gist of what we are going to talk about. As watchmen, we need to not, we need to not sleep when others are sleeping. We are the eyes and the ears of the people of God and especially that we need to be standing in the gap. We need to be sober. Remember um, the Garden of Gethsemane? That's a very famous one. Chapter 26, verse 40 to 41. Then he came to the disciple, he being Jesus, and found him sleeping, found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Church, the night hour is coming and Jesus Christ, we know, we are living definitely in the end times. The, the end times is coming and the appointed time will come. The enemies will come and there will be more and more false prophets. Pastor is talking about this. There will be more and more people that come and proclaim God. There will be more and more people in Matthew 24, just a few verses before. And many will fall away and betray one another. And many false prophets will rise and lead many astray. Because lawlessness will increase, the love of many will grow cold. When your love of your brethren and your sisters on the unsafe grow cold, imagine if you are the watchman, what will you do? sleep, right? Because you just don't know what's going to happen. And waiting and waiting and waiting is a difficult thing. We know patience is important. 
especially in times like this. 1 Peter 5-8 to Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. If we are not on the attack and not on the alert, the enemy, the cares of the world, the stream of life will just bring us about and we might be defenseless against it. The Bible talks about it in Ephesians. We need to put on the armour of God every single day. It's not to be taken lightly. If we are defenseless, the gates of hell will be released to come and you know, distract us and tempt us away. Even Jesus was tempted. What, do you, what more do you think about us? So if we know that the enemy is doing this and we know that we are living in the end times, what are we going to do about it? We have understand the why, the when, and the who. Now let me talk about what are the duties of a watchman. What are the duties of a watchman? In Greek, right, the word watch is shaka, shaukao. Maybe I speak wrongly. Shakao. It is to be vigilant, to be watchful, to be alert, to be uh, on the lookout, and actually it also means sleepless. So to be watching is actually means sleeping. Who can be sleeping and watching at the same time? Anybody? No, right? It is difficult, right? So indeed, the Greek word translation means that, be alert, be on the lookout. So what are the duties of a watchman? And Ezekiel is being told to be like a watchman and liken him and his people and the people of God to be like watchmen. Just like every job description, you know, you need to have, you need to know, you need to qualify for a particular job before, you know, you, 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 you must know what the job is all about. You must know what is exactly a watchman. And we're going to talk about what are the duties of the watchman. Number one, the very key role of a watchman is to intercede. Intercede. To intercede means to position oneself between two entities and to intervene on behalf of one another. I remember back in our pre-COVID days, right, we used to have very long prayers. We used to be, uh, there would be uh, prayer warriors that would be going about, send, we know we have a WhatsApp group or something about being prayerful and we'll come to intercede for each other. Just because we are in the new norm doesn't mean we give up the good old habits of praying and interceding for our loved ones. If we are truly in the end times of the end times, isn't it more that we need to intercede right now and not be less alert? Isn't it more important than that? We call uh, about two weeks ago, uh, we talked about the series, God is in charge, right? We have our uh, 12 points. Different speakers talk about different things. One of the points, I believe in God, but I don't spend time in conversation with Him. Remember that? I believe in God, but I don't spend time in conversation with Him. So when you pray, remember firstly who you are talking to. He is the God Almighty God. And remember that God is moved by our persistent prayer. We have the parable about the persistent widow that keeps praying. Then the unjust judge will just say, oh, I will have to give in. But what more about our God who hears every prayer that 
we are interceding. Ezekiel chapter 22, just a few chapters before. This is God seeking. This is God saying through Ezekiel chapter 22. So I sought for a man among them who would make a war and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I shall not destroy it. But I found not one. Imagine if God used us and we choose to stand in the gap of the war, interceding for our brethren, for our sisters, for the babe in Christ, for the unsaved. God is still and will always be looking for people intercessing for His sheep. 1 Timothy 2 verse 14 says, Therefore I exhort first all that supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. This one, pastor talk about it. We pray for the people in the authority that we may have quiet and peaceable life, right? But let's continue the scriptures. First Timothy continue to say, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Saviour. Wait. Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So if we intercede and speak forth His word, speak forth the truth, God desires all men to be saved. This is first through supplication, pleading and pleading, praying, interceding and giving thanks be made for all men. We are God's people. We are God's soldiers. This is a war against the, the demons, the enemies, the fallen angels. And God has used us as willing vessels and conduits. Second, watchmen are also frontline soldiers. Now, we heard about this uh, quite often during COVID, right? Frontline workers, frontline healthcare workers. And I want to salute our frontline workers, the nurses, the doctors, the people in the transportation, the people in the security area who has really helped us, especially the doctors and the nurses. They really helped us. We know we have a few nurses here. We thank you very much for your frontline uh, attitude. And you know, they know what it is like to live on the front line in April or in March. I also scared to go out, right? Everybody is quite scared to go out, right? Because we don't know the severity and we keep hearing people dying from COVID-19. But these frontline workers, you ask them, some of them are here. They continue to choose to stand in the gap for the people. If nobody goes out, who is going to treat the sick? If all the patients are in the hospital without doctors and nurses, do you think we can overcome this COVID situation? So likewise, watchmen are frontline soldiers. Uh, can I have the picture? Uh, if you have the picture of the tower. These soldiers stand there day and night. Of course, they take turns. They stand there day and night to watch out. It's the thankless job, but it's a needed job. 2 Samuel 18, verse 24. Now David was sitting between two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof over the gate to the walls, lifted his eyes and looked, and there was a man running alone. This was this man trying to proclaim that his son, Absalom, has died. But this watchman, notice, went up the roof over the gate to the walls, lifted his eyes and looked. He didn't just, you know, relax one corner, 
do nothing, sleeping or eating or being married. He immediately went up to the roof. He took actions to the wall and lifted his eyes and looked. These soldiers are frontline soldiers. You know, frontline soldiers are very easy targets of people, of the enemy, who wants to aim and direct first, correct? I mean, before you take a siege upon the wall, you know, I used to play um, computer games. For those of you who know maybe my era, whoever played Command and Conquer, I don't know whoever, maybe it's, uh, okay, I'm pretty old. If you don't know Command and Conquer, it's a computer game. Uh, you can build walls, you can build a uh, tower defense, you know. The first thing we want to take out before the wall, we want to take out the tower defense, right? Just like in the real war as well, both in the Old Testament, in medieval times, and likewise, in this time as well, we always want to take out the watch out, the, the, the guy who's watching out, the high tower, the defenses, because they are the eyes and the ears. They are the one who warns. And if we, the people of God, are the watchmen, do you think the enemy will take us slightly? No, right? So we need to put on the armour of God every single day to be extra vigilant and not just, you know, relax. I mean, we, we can relax and we can enjoy life, but we need to be vigilant of what our roles are and why we are doing what we are doing. We are the frontline soldiers that the enemy is always targeting. They want to take us down. When I fight the battle in the game, I always want to take out. I don't go and fight the people inside. If I cannot even break down the wall, if I cannot break down the tower defense, it's not going to work for those of you who understand <laughs> what I'm saying. We need to be frontline soldiers. We are not backup soldiers. We are the frontline soldiers standing in the gap, interceding for the people. Number three, a watchman is one who has been uniquely equipped to see. Verse three says, he's equipped to see what others do not see. Sorry, verse 3 says, um, give me a while. Verse 3 says, And when he sees the sword coming upon the land, he sees the sword coming upon the land. Many times the enemy can come disguised, right? You want to fight a battle, you know, as the enemy, you want to come disguised. But this watchman of whom we are called to be needs to be alert. When he sees, he blows the trumpet and gives a sound of a warning to the people. Back in the Ming dynasty, their way of warning is to set light. The one who see it, they will set fire because there's no telephone huh, back then. So there's no satellite phone, there's no GPS. In order to communicate mouse upon mouse, I understand the watchman will set light at a particular tower to see the, the enemy, the Mongols are coming and the intensity of the light and how they do it will dictate how many of the Mongols are coming. And in order to spread this message mouse upon mouse, they will set fire continuously. Once I see this particular uh, tower has fire, the next one will set, the next one will set, and then it will just light up all the way back probably to the commanders or the emperor to make a decision of what to do. So we must first see, and God's people, we cannot be blind. Psalms 1468, Psalms 146 verse 8, The Lord opens the eyes of the blind, the Lord raised those who are bowed down. The Lord loved the righteous. The Lord loved the righteous. So we pray that God will continuously open our eyes to see the truth, to see the love that He has for the people of God, both the unsaved and our fellow brethren and sisters. Number four, 
what do you do after seeing? I said, you blow the trumpet, right? You cannot see and then just keep quiet. What's the point? The watchman blows the trumpet. Again, verse 3. If he blows the trumpet and warns the people, he blows the trumpet. He doesn't just see and do nothing. He cares for the safety of the people that are within the city. The city then can sleep soundly at night when we know we have people watching. You know, as parents, I am, my kids don't go out yet at night, but as parents, you know, I like to walk around the house at night after everybody has sleep to make sure they are nicely tucked in, to make sure the room temperature is good. You know, we as parents do that. But we also know, what about us as people of God? We want to care and love the people that God has placed into our life, our family, our parents, our siblings, our colleagues, our classmates. Let God give us a heart of people like Him. When we see, we can warn them and share the word upon them. Next, a watchman will wait upon the Lord. Oh, this. Who likes to wait? Oh, waiting is always difficult. If you, if you know as a watchman and you watch in the tower and just sit there, 99% of the time is waiting. You don't get much action, but when action comes, that is the key difference between a good watchman and a bad watchman. But during that 99% of the time, it is so difficult while we wait and wait and wait and need to correctly discern word, the Word of God. The prophet uh, Habakkuk, Habakkuk uh, verse number, chapter number 2, verse number 1. I'm going to talk about verse number 1 and verse number 2. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. Rampart is basically the siege, the tower and watch to see what He will say to me, what God will say to him, and I will answer when I'm corrected. So while we just wait patiently, the next point is also, this watchman will then write down what the Lord is revealing to him, both as a reflection and both as future action. I remember uh, my boy, uh, Joshton, every night he will write a reflection on the word of God that came to him every day. So I thought that's a really good habit. He reflects upon what, 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 what he felt the day is. And the Lord will always give us the answer because in Habakkuk verse number two, uh, chapter number 2, verse 2, then the Lord answered me, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. The Lord will will give you the word at the due time, at the due season. Yes, we need to wait very patiently. But remember, God is speaking to us. And He wants us to remember, to hear it, and to record it down. You can use, you know, a Bible journal. You can use your Bible app. You can use a, a plain old paper. Whatever you do, take it upon reflection. I use Google Keep. For those of you who use Google Keep, I use Google Keep. Every thoughts that I came, that, that, that I have, that I felt that God is ministering to me, I will just jot it down to remember. And more often than not, when I reflect upon it, I may not need it at the time that God speaks to me. But you will never know when you are reminded to go back to the Word of God and you have recorded it, it actually ministered to you. Because God knows the perfect timing. 
and you have both have a good discipline to note it down and correctly know that what's the meaning of this word that God is speaking to you. Next one. A watchman is also an evangelist. Now, disciple-making is modeling ourselves after Christ and really make Him our King and we His disciple. There's this thing that Pastor talked about, bless, B-L-E-S-S, right? B, begin with a prayer. L, uh, if you have that. L, listen. E, eat. S, serve. S, the other S, share testimony. We can truly be an evangelist because when we watch and when we hear, we are actually doing that already. Ephesians uh, 4, 11, verse 12. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets like Ezekiel, some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers. What's the purpose? For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So when we are up there in the watchtower looking out, but we are also continuing to speak out the truth in love to our fellow friends. Number eight, a watchman wrestle with God daily for what? For God's purpose to be established in the life of the people he watch over. He also wrestle against demonic power that tries to hinder the manifestation of God's promise for His people. So we must always be praying without ceasing. Now, Isaiah, turn with me, Isaiah 62, verse 6 to 7. Isaiah 62, verse 6 to 7, yes. This is the prophet Isaiah speaking. There's many watchmen analogy in the Old Testament. I have set watchmen on my wall, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give Him no rest until He establish, until He makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. What does this scripture mean? The watchman has a duty. They will never hold peace day and night. That when we make mention of the Lord, do not keep silence and give God no rest because the watchmen are prayer warriors. They continue to pray day and night, supposedly giving God no rest because they are praying without ceasing, making petition, interceding for God's people until His kingdom come, His will be done, until the city is restored. We know that God is calling us out and we know that his, He has promises for His people. So if we continue to seek Him daily and wrestle with God daily for His purpose to be established, Amen, we know that He's watching over all of us. We must always relentlessly wrestle for the people of God. Not just for His will, remember, the enemies are always there. The enemies are always there. And Ephesians 6, right? Verse 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principality, against power, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. The enemy is always on the lookout to first hunt down and shoot down the watchmen and then lay siege on the wall of Jerusalem. That's how the Babylonian Empire, they continue to lay siege upon them. But we have a great God who we serve. 
if we continue to seek Him first, we know what is going to happen. We know that God will fight our battles. We know that God will walk with us through every valley. He is there for us, that we are His sheep, that we hear His voice. The next point of what are the duties of a watchman? A watchman will warn when necessary at the prompting of the Lord. Just now, Ezekiel verse 9, verse 9, it says, uh, still chapter 33, verse 9, Nevertheless, if you want the wicked to turn from his way, if you want from the wicked and turn from his way, we need to have the healthy fear of the Lord, especially when we see and we are prompted by God. Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So, if you are in a city where the watchman is on duty, what kind of person do you want the watchman to be? I mean, this is just, just a question, right? Do you want the watchman to just sit back, relax and enjoy? Or do you want the watchman to be always ready? I'll share with you, uh, not a story, but my life. Uh, can I have the picture of me? <laughs> uh, that, that, that. Yes. So that's me. The very dark one is me. Uh, please believe me, that's me. So I was a guardsman in the SAF. I was a soldier. And the guards uh, creed, I would say. I cannot remember the, the front view. But the guards creed. This is after I finished my... Uh, God's cause to be a guardsman. That, that takes about, I don't know, three to six months to be fully converted. The God's creed says this, we are elite warriors. With daring initiative, we rule the day and we rule the night. And that's our motto, always ready, ready to strike. So if the circular world understand this from a military point of view, Aren't we of the kingdom of God and aren't we told to be the soldiers of God? We are being told to be soldiers. We need to be always ready. If the world knows that every military, you need to be ready and ready to strike, what more about us, the people of God? You know what I mean? What more about us? So these are the duties of what are the duties? These are the duties of a watchman. We need to be ever ready, ever vigilant, ever sober because the enemy is always there no matter what. If you do nothing, the enemy is still there. If you do something, the enemy is still there because we are of the world, because we are living in this world that we are living in. So be elite warriors, be frontline soldiers. Amen? So lastly, not lastly, now that you know what are the duties of a watchman, next natural question is, how can I be a watchman? What's the qualification? When you see the job description of a job you're applying for, then you need to reflect upon yourself, right? Do I qualify to be a watchman? And uh, can you show the table? Okay. I'm not going to go through all of them, but this are the various qualifications of a guardsman. I'm going to share some of the points. You must be prayerful. You must always be prayerful. Again, I said, right? Praying without ceasing and interceding for people. 
Praying requires focus, consistency, and perseverance. Praying always without ceasing. Praying with all supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to the end. This is Ephesians 6.18. To this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. We must also be very passionate about this assignment that God has given to us. A passionate disciple will cultivate an intensity for God. Now, opposite of passionate is passive. Do you want to have a passionate watchman being watchful or do you want to have a watchman who is passive and not do anything and just sleeping there, doing nothing? I'm sure all of you want to have a passionate watchman. You know, there's an army commercial, if I'm not wrong, uh, sometime back. They say, we can sleep well at night because somebody is guarding our nation, right? Both Army, Navy, and Air Force. Again, if the world knows about this, what more about us, the people of God, who are living in His kingdom, with He as the King of kings, the Lord of lords, forever and ever. We must also be a worshipper. Every watchman is a worshipper. Worshipping will invite God's presence, and with His presence, will then come the release of the revelation to the watchman's heart. You must also love and know the Word of God. We must study the Word of God to show thyself approved. Then we can rightly discern the Word of God. You cannot see everything coming. If it's a sheep and a goat coming, or it's an animal coming, you cannot just sound the trumpet when it's just false alarm, right? You don't want to be crying wolf ten times, and then the people of just thinking, oh, the 11th time, he's crying wolf again because you see a goat moving around. But that's when the enemy really comes, right? So we as watchmen need to rightly discern the Word of God. You must love the Word of God and know the Word of God. How do we do that as well? If the tape, just now the table again. The table, you must be genuinely born again. You must be filled with the Spirit. I don't need to go into this. We must be born again. You must be born again. John 3, verse 3 to 7. I'll use the word uh, verse 7. Do not marvel that I say to you, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, you must be born again and you must be filled with the Spirit. Acts 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the world and of the earth. With this, when we choose to continue to lead a holy life as well, we can be watchmen who love and know the word that, that, that then we can be passionate about this assignment that God has given to us. You must also be doers of the word. James 1 verse 2, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. You see the enemy coming, you blow the trumpet, those are actions that's being taken. You don't just do nothing about it. And you must bear the fruit of the Spirit. And we know when you're being filled with the Holy Spirit, you will bear the fruit of the Spirit. Another one, you must be humble. James 4.10, 
Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you up. There are many, many examples. Another one, you must have holy boldness. You must be bold to walk. The enemy is already there, walking around. The wicked flee where no, man can, no one can pursue, but the righteous are bold as lion. If the enemy comes trying to devour us as lions prowling around, likewise, we must have this bonus. We cannot always be on the defense. We need to be on the offense, right? The verse, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. The gate is for hell. We are the army of God coming against Him. Another one. You must put on the whole armour of God. Again, Ephesians 6 verse 11 to 17, you can read about it. We put on the entire armour of God. Another one. You must be persistent. Again, persistent and do not give up. Um, Esther verse 4, 16. Go gather all the Jews who are in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Esther knows this, but, he, but she continues. She's persistent. She doesn't give up. The parable of the persistent widow as well. She continued to persist and persist and persist to the unjust judge and continue to, to make petition. We know that our Lord hears us. So if we can flash again the qualification of a watchman. So, uh, the qualification of a watchman. That is how I can be a watchman. So if you have followed me closely, we have answered all the six W's, the who, the why, the when, the what, the how. Now, at the end of all this, you have to ask yourself, now I know the entire context. Now I know everything. Now I've come to understand this scripture, Ezekiel 33, verse 1 to 9, what it is all about. The next natural question is, what are you waiting for? Do we take actions or we, do we take it as a good word? Okay, that's it. Then uh, see you around. But we who are called to be his watchmen, and I want to tell you, every one of us can be a watchman. It's not just for pastors or preachers or MCs or ministry leads. A church pastor is called to watch the souls of everyone in the church. We know Pastor Tim and his family is watching over us. And we know as parents, I'm a parent, we always watch up for our children, no matter how old they are. A children is always a children in the eyes of the parents. But watch this. You, as a student, is also a watchman for your classmate. You, as a colleague, is also a watchman for your colleagues. Don't downplay what you can do for the kingdom of God because that's exactly what the enemy wants, to put you down. He used shame, he used fear to bring you into temptation, to make you not want to do things for Him. But we know we can be called to be watchmen, to be on the lookout for people. When I was in military, I used to do guard duty quite a lot. I don't know why also. So uh, to be clear, 
I'm a man. I'm not an officer or a sergeant. I know many of the guys here are. So I'm, the, I'm a corporal. So corporal do guard duties. If you understand, ladies, follow me. Corporal do guard duties. So I'm a corporal. So I do guard duties a lot. Uh, if I could tell you my experience of doing guard duties, sometimes we go up the high towers, which is quite scary because I have a fear of heights. So uh, it's just bad. Or we just walk around guarding the perimeters, the walls. Just like a watchman, I can tell you from experience, it is difficult. And I've personally experienced it. We wake up and do the duty and then take turns to do the duty. And we just walk around when everybody is sound asleep. I was young. I was like 18 years old. Why is everybody sleeping? And I'm just walking around doing nothing, carrying this rifle. Sometimes I believe we are, I believe we are loaded. I believe so. I'm not sure. I can't recall. So walking around, not sure what we are looking for. But, you know, having gone through this, it really resonated with me when I was preparing this particular sermon. Nobody wants to do guard duty. Let me be frank. I don't want to do guard duty. I want to be sleeping within the safe boundaries that God has set for us, within the safe boundaries of the military camp to be, you know, sound asleep. But yet I want to know somebody is protecting we fall sound asleep because we know our government, our SAF, is protecting us against the enemy, both digital or physical or viral or whatever. But we know that somebody is there because enemies are always there on the prowl, looking for people to devour, right? If the animal kingdom, I was watching Nat Joe with my kids, the animal kingdoms have people who are standing watch I don't know which, is it Merkat or something? Just standing watch for the enemy, for the cheetahs, for the lions to come. And we know that we are also doing that. What more about the people of God? Watchman has to be diligent, vigilant and faithful. Others may be comfortable sleeping, but the watchman has a duty. Why? Many souls are counting on him. If you read with me the second half of Ezekiel verse, chapter 33, verse 1 to 9, I'll read again. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. This is verse 7. Verse 8. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Verse 9, Nevertheless, if you want the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, you shall die. he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your souls. Many souls are counting on us who already knows the truth. There's this thing called sins of omission and sins of commission. To do nothing when you can do something is really one of the most grievous things that we can do. James 4 verse 17. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. God says it is sin. So 
fellow brothers and sisters, what are we waiting for? We know that we are called for the Great Commission, Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. But there is also omission. Will we allow God to assign us to this duty post when we, are know, when we know we are ready and equipped? Will you open your hearts to Him to be a watchman? Some of these questions, will you be a watchman that God is assigning you, not just to church, but to your families, to your schools, kids, porters, or His church? All of you continue to play a part. To your homes, to your communities, to your nation as well. Where are the watchmen who sees the danger that is coming and making the right judgment? Where are the watchmen who sees the enemy creeping ever closely to the wall and will want to raise an alarm? Will you challenge those who are heading to hell that we know of? But when you stand up for God, when you stand inside the wall and not outside, we know you are under the safe boundary of God and you can be an evangelist, you can be a mighty man being used by God. Isaiah 62 again, verse 6 to 7. Just now I've read this. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. These watchmen never holding their peace because they are praying and interceding constantly. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give Him no rest until He establish and until He make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. There's nothing that will bring more joy than the dawn of a new day. Again, going back to my gut duty, you know what brings me greatest joy? The break of a dawn because gut duty ends. That's the truth. Just like, likewise, when I was in guards, we have to go for missions. The guys know we have to fight different exercises, different missions. And we know when night falls, 8 p.m. to the next day, 4 p.m. for 5 p.m. I always say to myself, oh, it's going to be a long night because there's going to be exercises, there's going to be people who are the, the enemies. We are trying to simulate enemies, right? There's going to be enemies and we do not know when the enemies come. And I always look forward to the break of dawn, both when I was outfield in missions and when I was serving guard duty. Because one, the first one, we know we will hear the wonderful word, exercise cut. Wonderful word. Or guard duty, we know. It's time to stop guard duty and carry on your normal, normal military stuff. There's coming of a day where we know there will be a new dawn. But until that day comes, we need to continue to stand in the gap for people. It is always during the dark times, at night, for example, that we need to be extra vigilant because that's when the enemy will strike the most. Most of the battles in the world war, in the history of wars, are fought at night under the dark clouds because that's where when you fight a war, you want to have element of surprise. The enemy is always there. As I have already said, the enemy is always there. But if we know that God is coming back and we are living in the end of the end times, there will be a break of a dawn, that there will be Him coming back for His church. 
Amen? Stay your post. Stay alert and be ready. Don't drift. Don't be distracted. Don't keep silence and don't pretend that it doesn't concern you because we have people we care for, we have people that we love, that we have people that we want to reach out to, right? We have our families, we have those that God has placed into our life. We don't meet people out of no reason. God has allowed us to minister to people, to make friends, you know, colleagues and, and schoolmates, you know, I don't believe anything happens for no reason. God has put you there for precisely a reason that we may not know of, but for this season, He is there. You know, in closing, I was in a, I'm in a care group that uh, I have the honour to be with a couple of uh, very good people, very faithful to the Word, very faithful saints. They continue to stand up for God. And they did ask me, so uh, there's going to be some changes what 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 we're gonna do, right? So what's the greatest takeaway? It's really seeing the people of God coming together and we praying and praying and praying. And then we pray until the promises of God comes to pass. I had the privilege to see promises after promises of my fellow brothers and sisters in my group, things coming to pass supernaturally. It is difficult at that point in time. But for such a time as this, as we continue to pray and intercede, I have personally witnessed and I have the privilege to witness things coming to pass. Praise the Lord. It is when tough times, COVID-19 was tough. We are all at home. It was pretty gloomy in, uh, in, uh, this, in, in March, in April, we had the full shutdown and we do not know the severity of this and we do not know how COVID, uh, vaccine is going to do. It is actually during those tough times. If we continue to intercede, if we continue to pray, we continue to be the called out ones, to be the faithful watchmen, to be on guard. I really had the honour and the privilege to serve alongside some good soldiers, some good warriors. I was watching a show not too long ago, uh, 13 Soldiers, if you, if you watched this movie before, it's about uh, maybe the Middle East War. Yeah. Some of the people, it's, it was really about watchmen. They were talking about this, and I'll close with this. It's no, I'll paraphrase, it's no greater joy than to fight this battle with my fellow brothers and sisters standing up. The enemies are coming. If you watch that show, the enemies are coming again and again with bigger and more uh, uh, missiles and guns. But it's no greater joy than fighting alongside with your fellow brothers and sisters, looking out for each other, always there for each other. Why don't you stand? Lord Jesus, Lord. Let's pray and commit now that we know what this is all about. Why don't we pray and commit this into hands of the Lord. You know you're going to make some decisions knowing this Ezekiel chapter 33, 1 to 9, how God has spoken to us. We can all be watchmen. Why don't you raise your hand, Lord Jesus? Lord, I pray. Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, for your faithfulness, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, Lord, 
for your great mercy, Lord Jesus, and the grace that you have given to us, Lord Jesus. You have watched over our souls, Lord Jesus, Lord. You have guided us to the truth, Lord Jesus, Lord. Even in this time as this, Lord, in this generation, in this century that we are living in, Lord, you have watched over us, Lord Jesus, Lord. You have placed people in their hearts, Lord Jesus, who has prayed for us to come to know you. We are here, Lord Jesus, because of the people you have planted in our lives, Lord Jesus, who have prayed persistently, Lord, for the second generations, Lord Jesus, Lord. The parents the first generation has prayed for us, Lord Jesus, Lord. For we who come here, Lord Jesus, we know who you have placed, Lord Jesus, who has interceded for us, that we are here standing boldly, Lord Jesus, Lord, in your presence, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, likewise, Lord Jesus, Lord. Let us reciprocate, Lord Jesus, Lord. Let us stand, Lord Jesus, in the gap and interceding for our friends, Lord, for our colleagues, for our parents, Lord Jesus, for our siblings, Lord, for our classmates, Lord Jesus, for our troops, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, without you, we can do nothing, but we know you are always with us, Lord, for we know, Lord Jesus, Lord, that you, Lord Jesus, fight the battle for us, Lord, that we continue to be vigilant, Lord Jesus, Lord, sober, Lord Jesus, Lord, not of double mind, but sober, Lord Jesus, Lord, discerning the truth, Lord Jesus, rightly dividing the word, Lord Jesus, Lord. You have given us, Lord Jesus, Lord, a spirit of understanding, Lord Jesus, Lord, and the holy fear, Lord Jesus, in us. Convict every one of us, Lord Jesus, Lord, at every multi-site, Lord Jesus, and those who are watching, Lord Jesus, in their rooms, Lord Jesus, in their living room, bring about conviction into their hearts, Lord Jesus. Lord, it doesn't take... It's not difficult, we know, Lord Jesus, to be washed men, Lord Jesus, Lord. With a clean hand and a pure heart, Lord Jesus, we can turn to you, Lord Jesus, Lord. We can thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are our Father, Lord Jesus. Lord. Why don't you, if it's appropriate, lay hands on your neighbours, Lord Jesus. Pray for them. Pray for them, Lord Jesus. It's appropriate, lay hands on your neighbours and pray with them, Lord, that we intercede and stand in the gap, Lord Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, Lord. You are great and greatly to be praised, Lord Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, for salvation belongs to you, Lord Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord. We can be called, Lord Jesus, Lord, to be watchmen, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of God. We can be called out, Lord Jesus, Lord, to be, Lord Jesus, Lord, the sword, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, that we are the soldiers, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we can fight this battle together, Lord Jesus, as brother and sisters, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we, Lord Jesus, who fight with you, that you are the head of this, Lord Jesus, that every battle belongs to you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you know the situation and you know the circumstances, Lord Jesus, of our loved one. You know those who are sick. You know those who have cancer, Lord Jesus, long-term diseases, Lord Jesus, those who are not well, Lord Jesus, Lord, Lord, we pray and we stand in the gap, Lord Jesus, Lord. We pray without ceasing, Lord Jesus, persistently, Lord Jesus, Lord. We know, Lord Jesus, in your perfect timing, Lord Jesus, all things shall come to pass, Lord Jesus, Lord. You will raise up the sick, Lord Jesus, that the blind will see, that the lame will walk, Lord Jesus, that the deaf will hear, Lord Jesus. You use us in our workplace, Lord Jesus, in schools, Lord Jesus, Lord. 
in the army, Lord Jesus, in the church, Lord Jesus, whoever, our friends, Lord Jesus, that you have placed in our life, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, we intercede and we stand in the gap, Lord Jesus. Lord, you say, Lord Jesus, we who stand in the gap, you hear our prayer, Lord Jesus. Lord, Lord, I pray and I thank you, Lord Jesus. We continue to intercede for them, that there will be healing, divine healing, Lord Jesus, upon those who are sick, Lord Jesus. Lord, you will bring about, Lord Jesus, Lord, griefing and you will grieve with them, Lord Jesus, Lord, through every dark ages, Lord Jesus, for you, Lord Jesus, Lord, your rod and your staff, Lord Jesus, you comfort us, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your presence, Lord Jesus, Lord, that is new, Lord Jesus, your mercy, your faithfulness is new every morning, Lord Jesus. Lord, we know at the dawn of the new day, Lord Jesus, we can give shout and praise to you, Lord Jesus, but we know at the night time, Lord Jesus, we can turn to you and pray even when we are alone. We are never truly alone, Lord Jesus, because you are there with us, Lord Jesus. You send your angels to fight for us, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray and I thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, that there will continue to be healing, Lord Jesus, in the body of Christ, Lord Jesus. For those who are sick, Lord, why don't you raise your hand, Lord Jesus, and proclaim healing, Lord Jesus, Lord, that the Lord is good, Lord Jesus. His mercy is new every morning, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for total healing and restoration, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, we thank Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are Lord. You are God, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Samoro, Gorororia, Lacanaria, Bosomoro, Hallelujah, Samaracaria, Dororia, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Bosomoro, Gorororia, Lacanaria, Bosomoro, Dororia, Lacanaria. Hallelujah, Bosomo, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Bosomoro, Gorororia, Lacanaria. Thank you, Jesus, for everything, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord. Ezekiel talks about the dry bones. Let every dry bone situation in my life, Lord Jesus, Lord, be filled with the presence of the Lord, that He breathe life into us, Lord. We know we may have slumbered. We know we may have be, to be restless, but let God breathe life into the dry bones, into the spiritual desert that we may be in. Let God continue to speak forth the word of faith and let the Spirit, Holy Spirit, continue to stir up in you that you will see, that you will hear. You will not just see the enemy coming, Lord Jesus, that you will blow the trumpet to warn the people of God that are in, Lord Jesus, the same boundaries, Lord Jesus, Lord, that the babes in Christ, Lord Jesus, will be well protected, Lord Jesus, that the disciples will go forth proclaiming your word, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, you are the Lord, our God, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we can go, Lord Jesus, with you. Matthew 28, Lord, Matthew 28 says this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Amen and amen, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we know you are with us, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, for a hedge of protection over every saints here, over every guest and friends, over everybody who's watching online, Lord. I pray you keep them, you restore them, Lord Jesus, as they start the new week afresh, Lord Jesus, at the break of every dawn, Lord Jesus, your mercies are new, Lord. And at the night, Lord Jesus, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, we can turn to you, praying and interceding, Lord, and seeking your face, Lord Jesus, Lord. That you are God, Lord Jesus, Lord. Stir up in them, Lord Jesus, Lord. A holy discontent. Lastly, Matthew 26, 14. Watch and pray 
lest you enter into temptation. Let us not fall into temptation, Lord. Lord, you know, Lord, our flesh is weak, Lord Jesus, Lord. Our spirit is willing, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, you minister to every one of us here, Lord Jesus, Lord, to start the new week, Lord Jesus, with fresh anointing, Lord Jesus, keeping them, restoring them, Lord Jesus, Lord, the situation that they're in, that they find favour with you, Lord Jesus, Lord. But if not, as we wait patiently, Lord Jesus, Lord, we know, Lord Jesus, you are there with us, Lord Jesus. Lord, I'm with you always, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We cling on to your promise and we thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord. Amen, Lord. When we give God a hand clap of praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you are dismissed in Jesus' name. So, uh, please listen to the ambassadors. They will let you go out according to the different zones, the zone one and the zone two, please, uh, in Jesus' name. Have a good week ahead. See you guys next week at all the multi-sites again. Amen.